So I wanted to do a podcast about pros and cons for going to church. Because I've been on YouTube and I've seen a lot of channels that promote churches. And then I've seen channels that say churches, you know, there no reason to go. It's better just to um, teach yourself at home or read your Bible at home. Or, um, you know, the churches are so corrupt. The whole system is messed up. Why even go? So I've seen both sides. And I have to admit, I agree with a lot of the arguments on both sides. So I'm going to try to be really concrete with it. Um, and in the process, I'm also going to tell you why I still go to church. And I'm going to not really try to tell you what kind of church to go to. But I'm going to tell you why I personally still go to church. All right. So here we go. Why should you go to church or why should you not go to church? Well, people always try to bring that, that scripture that it says, don't forsake the assembly of yourselves together as a reason to go to church. Well, in the but what they fail to realize is in the time of, of uh, the first century, when the gospel was being preached, there those people were not really in the churches. They were going from house to house. They were on the run most of the time. They were always being hunted down and harassed and persecuted. So they weren't really attending a local, uh, which you would call synagogue um, at the time. So when people try to use that as their only scripture that they really try to beat over your head saying you need to go to an organized religion, that's not really, hmm, can't really use that as a reason to go, okay? <laughs> and then it also says when you assemble, with you with each other, you can do that outside of just going to a particular religious, you know, building. Um, you can do that in people's homes. You can do that at Starbucks. You can get whenever there's two believers, two or three believers, you're assembling with with um, other believers. So you're actually fulfilling that scripture. So just because you don't go to an actual building on a particular day of the week, it doesn't mean that you're not uh, fulfilling that scripture. As long as you're assembling with other Christians. You actually are doing what you're supposed to do because it does say iron sharpens iron. So you are supposed to be around other people that can help make you better and stronger and keep you accountable in in, in the faith. And another reason for coming together uh, with other believers is because if one has a need or you, you maybe can be the blessing for someone else. And then in other cases, it's the other way around. Maybe you need a blessing. You need some some assistance with certain things in your life. Um, maybe you need prayer. Maybe there's something you're going through, something your family's going through. I can't see you being an island where you don't need anybody and you just being at home and reading your word 100% of the time is going to be, it's going to be still fulfilling because the Lord is there. But there's something just about being around other believers that also strengthens your walk. It strengthens your your talk. It strengthens who you become in Christ. And so if you're always alone and you're not really around others, how are you really fulfilling the great commission either? When it, the Lord says, you know, you're supposed to make disciples out there trying to make disciples of other people. So it's kind of hard to do that without others, without community. So that's another thing I'll say about that in, in support of going to church. Now, I got to come down this street, y'all. Y'all know, y'all know I'm, I'm real. There is a lot of crap that goes on in churches. There is a lot of hypocrisy. There's a lot of idolism. 
There's a lot of um, things that just don't have anything to do with the Lord that go on in some of these churches. I should say some, not all. And I, too, have had my moments where I'm just like, really? I mean, you guys are out here doing this. And how is this helping anybody? How is this bringing healing to people when you guys are cold as ice? You know, so I had to change churches several times because I wasn't getting spiritually fed. Sometimes it was a problem. Sometimes it was the way people understood the way people understood the Lord only from one one point of view. I put it that way. And I know that the Lord is bigger than that. So I would have to, you know, remove myself from the the crowd of that particular type of belief system. But the the word and the gospel message in itself, I never gave up on. I never gave up on the fact that I knew Jesus was the way. I just knew that the particular church I was at, they were not totally under, they didn't totally understand Jesus. They didn't totally understand God. And unfortunately, if I stayed there, I would stay stuck. So I had to move around. But I will say I have, now that I've moved around, and I've, I've visited several different churches, especially since I've lived in Fort Worth, Texas for 10 years. I've done my share of, of um, going, I've been, I've visited, um, a Methodist church several times. I visited a seven-day Adventist church a couple of times. I visited um, Pentecostal Baptists. Those are pretty much your, you know, your main types of churches that are here that I know, you know, that I know of. I mean, of course, there's Catholics. I've I, now way back in the day, I went to a Catholic church with a with a friend of mine, and I wasn't really curious about ever returning to a Catholic church after I was at one service. I just kind of felt like it was really ritualistic and it just didn't feel right to me. So I've only been to Catholic churches once and it was not even here in Texas. It was in Nebraska. And then I've been to what you, I guess you would call charismatic churches before. I've I've been to a holiness church uh, when I went to go see a guest speaker. That was quite an experience. I actually enjoyed myself at that church. Um, didn't want to attend it on a regular basis um, because I already have another church that I, I'm very pleased and really consent with. But it is a really, I had a really good time. It, like, it was like a holiness church of God in Christ type of church. Wonderful. And I grew up in the Church of Christ. And that really, unfortunately... I feel is a narrow-minded church and they really need a lot of real Bible study without their um, doctrine, doctrinal beliefs, you know, choosing to tell you and interpret certain scriptures that are not saying what they're saying it says. So with all that being said, I can truly tell you that I know enough about what I'm talking about when it comes to these churches. So when I say that some of them have issues I'm just being real truthful about it. I mean, that's just, and I understand why some people are done with the whole church situation, the whole church system. I understand why some people feel that way because, because I've been in certain type of churches and if they've only experienced those certain types that will run you off if you don't keep searching and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide your feet to the right place. Now, I also see in this society now where everybody wants to be like a motivational speaker type of person. And Jesus is kind of sidelined, you know, where Jesus is mentioned 
and then they call that Christianity. But the overall real the overall real movement is about something else. It's about being your best living your best life now or it's about, you know, being prosperous in this earth and, you know, being a king's kid and I mean all those type of things. It's kinda of like a wealth, like American dream packaged um in Christianity. It's just packaged as Christianity now, but it's still trying to get you to chase after things that are not really going to fulfill you. And also it basically idolizes family. Now I do, I do know the Lord did create family. He did create the husband and the wife to be one and then to have the children. But we know that there's so many places in society where that's not the case, where all these people are single parents. There's a lot of foster, foster children. Now there's a lot of grandparents raising children. And so I feel like in a lot of these churches too, they idolize people that are married and they idolize people um, just because of that, not really because they're Christian people, but because they have the appearance of success. They have the appearance that, okay, they got 2.5 kids, they got a big house, they got, you know, a nice car, so they're successful and this is what you need to imitate. And so when I see all that type of stuff happening in the churches, it's no wonder why some people that don't have that kind of reality but they still want the Lord, they feel kind of ostracized or, or, you know, marginalized when they go to church because they don't have what the church is saying you're supposed to have if you're blessed. You know, if you're blessed, he'll send you that godly wife. He'll send you that godly husband. You'll have godly children if you raise them up in the in the knowledge of the Lord. And, and it's just like people make it seem like it's just so cookie cutter and it's so easy to attain. When a lot of the people that are preaching this, they haven't even attained it like that. You know, they didn't even come from families that were like that. And so it's just, it's just really sad, you know. But what I will say for my, you know, to be fair, it, I'm going to keep this kind of short. Whatever your situation is, where you, whether you go to church or not, the Bible does clearly say that we are the temple. The Lord now says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so we, everywhere that we go, the people that are, regenerated and reborn, we actually technically are the church. So forget all the rest of that garbage. You be who you need to be in Christ and you be the witness that God's called you to be. No matter if you go somewhere um, once a week or twice a week and you worship with other people or not, well, even when you're not in that building, you're still a representation of the church. You still have a part to play. You still have a role that the Lord is expecting you to play. And it's not really even a, a job or anything like that. When you, when you really become regenerated, it's easy and it's enjoyable for you to be that witness and show people the love of God because that's all you really have to do. Sometimes you want to also give your testimony. But don't get caught up in all this little stuff. Don't get caught up in, oh, uh, what kind of church do you go to? Uh, what belief are you? Um when did you get baptized? What 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 month, date, and year did you get baptized? Okay, uh, did you speak in tongues that right after that? Did you speak in tongues today? Did you? When people start putting conditions on your relationship with the Lord, that's when I have a problem, and I see a lot of that in churches. And so, don't let anybody define you. Don't let anybody make you know shame you because you don't want to attend a particular type of church. Or don't let anybody try to use the Bible to manipulate you. And I'm, I, hate to have, I hate to have to put it that way, but that's what it comes down to in some cases. Some people have str- strong, uh, strong family members that are really 
um, indoctrinated in their beliefs. And so every time they go around these particular family members, the family members is going to bring up a scripture and try to use that as a way to brow, browbeat you or whatever that you're not, you know, at their church or why you're not doing what they believe you're supposed to be doing. But that's not their reason. That's not their their job is to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You you let the Lord and you figure all that out. And whatever you come up with, with you and the Lord, that's what I would go with because you're not going to be able to please everybody. And I, like I said, I even understand why some people claim they can't go to any church. I just find that really odd that you won't stop going to work just because there's some people that you, they get on your nerves. You know, you won't stop going to, you know, basically going to the grocery store because there's certain cashiers you don't like. You may you may change grocery stores, but you're not just going to stop shopping altogether. And so I'm saying if you won't stop shopping at a Walmart or you won't stop shopping at Kroger's because you had a bad experience. And we know we all have at some point had a bad experience, probably at Walmart. Then why is the church got to be any different? Why is just because you had a bad experience, you know, that you won't even give another one a try? Because you might be missing out on, on a huge blessing that I mean, a lot of my blessings that come from me being a part of a church family. And and a lot of them are because I find out about uh, seminars that are happening. I find out about um, programs that will help my family, help my child. Like right now, my younger son, he's taking free guitar lessons at a church. Free guitar lessons. And I would have never known about that had I never became a part of that church. Um, I've met some of my really strong people that I consider to be um, able to help me with my business and moving it forward. I met them at church. Um, and of course I can meet people and I can employ, I can find somebody that's willing to be paid to help me out, but these people are volunteering their time to help me out. And I really don't think that they would do that had we not been met, you know, met through the church because they look at me as family. Now they look at me as their little sister in Christ. And so I'm saying there may be a hundred, a hundred reasons why not to go to a church, but I can always probably find more reasons to go than not to go because it's, it's a form of just. And then if and then if you feel like there's something that's missing, maybe you're that missing piece that needs to come in, start implementing some things in that church. If you don't like that, they don't have enough benevolence ministries, they don't have enough food kitchens or they don't have any food kitchen or anything yet. Maybe you're the one who needs to come there and start it. So I'm just saying, find find something that you can find some way that you can give back. And if it's not going into a building where other people are are. um are coming together in the name of the Lord, maybe you need to start an organization or you need to be a, give a volunteer hours because the main thing is go out there where the people are and you be that church that they see. You see, you be the Jesus that they see, whether it's alongside someone at a volunteer place, you know, volunteering. Uh, but, but that's, that's what you need to do because in this hour, we need all hands on deck. We need all of the people that are really, truly a part of the Lord's kingdom to not allow ourselves to be divided and disunified, this is the time we need to unify even stronger, even harder. And believe me, when you're only trying to do everything on your own, it's it's a little harder with that. Because even the Bible says, better is to have two than one. Because with, with two, you can have body heat. If if you lay down for whatever reason and it's, you're outside and you don't have any shelter and any tent, if it's two people... Two of you can stay warm way more stronger than one person. And so um, please consider 
finding a church home, finding somewhere that you can worship, finding somewhere that you can give and serve, because that's what I believe the Lord is calling all of us at this hour to do that are really his is to be um, undercover, undercover operators. I like that, uh, Sister Sharon, for motivating you to win. I'm kind of stealing that from her. She said, uh, we're undercover operators and we're in here. We're out here trying to do the best we can to reach one, teach one. So be a better human today. And it is Sunday. So I myself is about to get ready to go to church and uh, hope this blessed you today. Uh-huh.